Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. The Biden administration announced on Monday that it will distribute hundreds of millions of dollars this summer for states to tackle methane emissions from oil and gas wells. The money is part of the funding provided by the Inflation Reduction Act to help companies comply with a first-of-its-kind fee on methane emissions. And it's a potentially significant policy for fighting climate change in the near and long term, because methane, the primary component of natural gas, is 86 times more potent than carbon dioxide over a 20-year period, meaning curbing it is one of the fastest, most efficient ways to avoid warming the planet. So today, Politico's Alex Guillen breaks down what this money is targeted for, which states will receive the most funding, and why methane policy is important for the Biden administration. It's Tuesday, July 25th. So EPA and the Energy Department announced that they're going to make available $350 million in funding that will go to the states in order to pay for activities to plug up, close off, or reduce emissions from or monitor methane emissions from marginal oil and gas wells. And this is a sort of a first step toward putting out over $1.5 billion that the Inflation Reduction Act earmarked for methane emissions reduction efforts. So this is a lot of money going toward curbing methane emissions from the oil and gas sector. Right. And this initial pot of funding is being targeted to help companies reduce emissions specifically from these marginal wells. So why are those wells being targeted and how are they important to addressing the methane problem? So marginal wells are defined as those that produce 15 barrels per day of oil or less, or the natural gas equivalent of that. Basically, that means they're very low producing. The thing is, though, there are almost a million oil and gas wells in the United States but of those, 80% of them are marginal wells. And that sounds like a lot. So they're, they're 80% of the existing wells, but they only make up about 8% of U.S. oil and gas output. The other problem is they make up around 50% of all methane emissions from the oil and gas sector. So addressing emissions from marginal wells, often by closing them off because they are so low producing, is potentially a key aspect of uh, tackling methane emissions. And methane, of course, a much more potent greenhouse gas when it's released unburned into the atmosphere than carbon dioxide. So it's a key part of addressing near-term warming. One thing I'll point out, there was a few billion dollars included in the 2021 bipartisan infrastructure law to address methane from orphaned wells. And this is wells primarily that have been abandoned or maybe where the operator went bankrupt and are not producing anymore, but are releasing methane. So there was a big pot of money for that. This is for marginal wells that are owned and operated by somebody, but they're just not producing a lot. Got it. And you looked at kind of the states where marginal wells are producing, and they happen to be mostly Republican-led. So those states stand to receive most of this funding, right? So if that's true, how does this kind of reflect a larger trend we're seeing with the IRA? It is true. So the Energy Department commissioned a study recently, a couple of years ago, and found out that Texas, on its own, is a quarter of all methane emissions from marginal wells. So that's just the one state. Obviously, it's a big oil and gas producer, so that's probably not a shock to anybody. With other major oil and gas producers like Pennsylvania, West Virginia, coming up on that. So yeah, this is something we've been seeing with a lot of the money from the Inflation Reduction Act, the 
in other areas like clean energy spending, for example, we're seeing a lot of companies taking you know tax credits and, and other funds from there. And a lot of the time they're building these facilities in Republican controlled states, states where their representatives in Congress largely voted against the IRA. So it's part of a broader trend we're seeing of a lot of the benefits of the IRA, you know, the financial benefits going to states where it was opposed. I think we'll probably see something similar to that here. There's still a lot of questions about exactly which states will get how much money here, but just judging by, you know, where a lot of the marginal wells are, a lot of that could be going to red states again. And then just more broadly, of course, combating methane is on the front burner for the Biden administration. It's a top priority. They're actually hosting a summit focused on this issue Wednesday of this week. But what are you kind of looking for in the next couple of months? And what sort of promises have they made broadly? Well, on the funding side, we're going to see more money coming out for these methane emissions reduction programs. Like I said, there was a a $1.5 billion pot. So this is 350 million. It's uh, just a first step. We're going to see a lot more money coming out very soon. A lot of this is money that Republicans in the House have proposed, you know, repealing before it can get spent. So that's unlikely to succeed given Democrats control the Senate and the White House, of course. But it does show that uh, even still, that Republicans are opposed to the spending on fiscal grounds. The other really big thing to be watching out for in the coming months is that EPA will be finalizing its sweeping methane rule for the oil and gas sector. And this will cover both new sources, but also existing sources, including the million wellheads that I mentioned, and virtually every other part of the oil and gas production sector. This rule is interesting. It's been an interesting journey to get to this point. But what we're seeing is, I would say, broad support from the major players in the industry, major oil and gas producers who are interested in reducing methane because Methane, you know, if they can capture that, that is a marketable product. It's the main component of natural gas, essentially. So, you know, it's worth something on the market. But we're going to have to wait and see what the final details of the rule are. So there's been a lot of anxiety about exactly what the contours are going to be. Overall, broad support from the industry, at least from the major players. Also, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is urging the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission to significantly strengthen its proposed rules on transmission, which signals Democrats are looking beyond negotiations on the Hill to speed up permitting. In a letter to FERC commissioners, Schumer urged them to finalize a transmission planning rule with cost allocation provisions. He also pressed them to expeditiously finalize its rule clarifying the commission's backstop siting authority when states deny permits for major transmission projects. Cost allocation and federal backstop authority are among Democrats' top priorities in permitting negotiations on the Hill, which have slowed since the two sides reached a debt ceiling deal with some regulatory reforms. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. By the way, Politico is inviting you to our new Energy Economy event on Wednesday, July 26th at 5.15 p.m. Eastern. Join us for a timely conversation on the impacts of the Inflation Reduction Act and what it will really take to reduce U.S. energy consumption and support clean energy jobs. Register online at politico.com backslash live events. Hope to see you there. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow.
Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron knows developing and deploying carbon capture and storage is a critical step in helping make progress towards global net zero, which is why we're targeting 25 million tons of CO2 per year in storage and offsets by the end of the decade. That's energy in progress. Visit chevron.com slash carbon capture.